Ralph better call somebody. Yeah! Woo! Thank you, Bugsy! Rivers gives to Sproles, angling left, has got room. It. 15, 10, 5, Jackpot! He got it! He got it! He got it! The play should have been ruled a fumble. Ha 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 ha! Touchdown, Antonio Gates! 112 career touchdown catches. That's the most by an NFL tight end all time. I would have hoped that if people would have figured it out, I'd just like to play football. This is Score More with Garrett Sister. Let's go! We are back. Score More podcast. Remember me? Of course you do. How could you forget about your favorite podcaster, your favorite podcast, I'm Garrett Sisti, Score More Podcast is here, and I'm here to talk about the Russell Okung trade, Turner trade. I know a lot of people have been asking if I'd be doing podcasts anymore. Well, does this answer your question? Yes, I will be doing this. How often? No idea. But I'm doing it now. So here I am, your favorite podcaster, your favorite podcast, your second favorite podcast, here I am. We're going to talk about this trade. Feels good to be back. Get on this microphone and kind of wipe the dust off a little bit and <laughs> get to it. So let's talk about it. Big time trade that happened yesterday afternoon. Russ Locum for Trey Turner. The Chargers make this trade with the Panthers. They trade away their left tackle for the Panthers' right guard. And let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's talk about what the Chargers lost. So let's talk about Russ Locum. And first, let's just off the top. Everybody, well, everybody's obviously a gross overstatement but and an overgeneralization, but a lot of people are a fan of this trade. I understand why you would be if you're a Chargers fan. But the thing that they keep attaching to Russell Okung is that he's injury-prone. And yes, I mean, he's had troubles with concussions and everything, but in terms of last year, he had a pulmonary embolism. You know, it was a life-threatening situation for him. It made him miss a lot of last year. And that was a severe circumstance. So to say that he couldn't stay healthy last year is false. And you're not taking into consideration the scary moment he had on the field when he had chest pains. He battled through a groin injury all of last year. Though it was his lowest input in terms of start in his career, he played 15 games the two years previous to that. That whole injury-prone narrative is totally misguided. That last year was an outlier you know, he had a serious thing happen to him. So to say that, oh, well, he couldn't stay on the field is just false. I mean, he had to, I, he, anyway, I, you know, I don't need to explain to you the seriousness of that type of thing happening to a human being. So take football out of it. The fact that he even came back was remarkable. So I'll let, just take all that out. The Chargers are going to miss Russell Okung. I mean, he was the best t- left tackle the Chargers have had in ages. So while Okung wasn't part of the future, I don't know why everyone is so quickly to write him off and glad that he's gone. If you really sat down and thought about the best left tackles in Chargers history, how many are better than Russell Okung? Seriously, how many are better than Russell Okung in the history of the Chargers left tackles? Maybe Marcus McNeil? If you're doing an all-time Chargers list? I mean, I'd stack up those 2018 snaps that left all that... Russell Okung had at left tackle. I mean, he was essential to the Chargers playoff run that year. He was amazing. So, look, yes, 
This is a complete win for the Chargers, and I know I'm bearing the lead here, but I also want to say that Russell Okung was great for this offensive line for the Chargers as soon as they got him. There was a lot of questions about how good he could be. He was good in Seattle, had a good year in Denver, but the Chargers spent a pretty penny on him in the offseason when they got him in free agency, but he was worth every dollar. Everybody's talking about cutting him and everything. I was ready to roll with Russell Okung this year. He only had one more year on his contract. We'll talk about contract details, but look, the Chargers got better in this deal and were the obvious winners, but don't forget the Chargers don't have a left tackle on their roster right now, and if they were to go into the season right now before free agency and before the draft, which doesn't make any sense, but if you're looking at the roster right now, Trey Pipkins, your third-round pick last year, is your starting left tackle. So the left side gets a little weaker, but overall, the plan, it works. Because Trey Turner, he made five straight Pro Bowls. That's what everybody's talking about. But who cares? Pro Bowls are dumb. They're voted on. That doesn't mean you're the best player. Pro Bowls are fine, but it's like, oh, the former five straight Pro Bowl-making right guard, Trey Turner. Who cares? So stop talking about it. I will too. Trey Turner (laughs) uh, missed three games in the last three years. I went back and watched a lot of him last night, and I liked it. I said he was one of the best guards in the league. Maybe a little bit of an overstatement. Maybe I was too caught up in the moment. I I might have to retract that a little bit. But there is a lot of really good things to like about Trey Turner. And when watching him, he was by far the best Panthers offensive lineman. He was also a team captain. So, you know, there was a lot of talk about how Chargers will miss the Russell Okung locker room presence. And while that holds water a little bit, the Chargers get a captain back with Trey Turner. So that that argument becomes a wash. And with this whole trade, remember, a couple weeks ago, it was reported that Okung didn't like the direction of his team. So even though he wasn't part of the future plans because of his age, he also wasn't down with a plan right now, which, you know, when you lose a Hall of Famer like Phillip Rivers, it's hard to get on board. Everybody else is kind of staying pat. Nobody said anything, but Russell Okung's been very vocal about it. And so it seemed like because he wasn't happy, didn't like the direction, and because he wasn't, he was part of the immediate future, but not further down the line, immediate future meaning at least 2020, it was time to let him go. So after watching Trey Turner, uh, the biggest takeaways for me are twofold. One, his strength at the point of attack. It is worlds better than any chargers on the roster. He is so strong to initiate contact, and he doesn't give up much ground, which is amazing. The thing that you want, and I know that it's kind of overblown on the left tackle and protecting the blind side of a quarterback, that is very important in the NFL. But what the Chargers have been plagued with is bad interior play. When a quarterback needs to step up and make throws, like a guy like Phillip Rivers needs to do, if you can get interior pressure, you can get to the quarterback without having to get a sack or a pressure All you need to do is close in the walls a little bit and create that barrier right in his face. And a guy like Trey Turner doesn't give up much ground. Again, we haven't seen any of this from a Chargers lineman. Maybe Pouncey excluded. Maybe an 18. Definitely not last year. But um, we've seen some of that from Pouncey early on when he came to the Chargers. But uh, we didn't see that last season at all. But uh, he's so strong to initiate contact. Doesn't give up much ground. Uh, The second for me is his on-the-field IQ. The Chargers struggled with interior pressure most of, if not all of last year, and a ton of that came in the A and B gap blitzes. So the A gap being between the center and guards, left and right guards, that spot between them, and the B gap being 
between the guards and the tackles. So I don't want to get too in the weeds with that, but just for those of you that don't know what an A or B gap blitz is, uh, it's it's in those areas of the offensive line. And what troubled them in particular were the twists and stunts. Dan Feeney struggled to recognize fine work when a D lineman twists. Trey Turner, though, is very quick to recognize all that. I was very impressed with his ability to see what was coming and get there in time. I mean, there were definitely some lapses at times, but was definitely there more times than not. Turner has that mean streak you like in a lineman and is more athletic than you'd expect when asked to pull. I mean, he did test very well as an athletic lineman, but when you see this big man, uh, you don't expect him to get out in front like he does. So very good when asked to pull. A lot of people are quoting his PFF grade and how bad it was last year. I would say in terms of last year, in 2019, Turner was kind of put in a rough spot. A lot of those young quarterbacks in Carolina were just standing in the pocket too long. I think that hurt his his quote-unquote grades, but we all know that the PFF offensive line grade is definitely a work in progress. None of that makes any sense most of the time. So I wouldn't look at those grades. And while he was great early on in his career, he has starting to take a step back or two. But guys, he is an immediate upgrade to right guard. While he's played some tackle, I wouldn't overthink it. I wouldn't move him inside or I wouldn't move him outside. Keep him at right guard. Trey Turner is 26. Russell Okun, 32. So in this deal, you've got Trey Turner, who's going to be making $8.5 million this year and $11.5 million in 2021. Russell Okun is going to be making $13 million this year. So the reports early on included the bonuses, but those got cleared once that trade goes into effect. So the Chargers will be saving more like $4.5 million, which was more than originally reported. So the Chargers get younger. Uh, They get better in the interior, and then they also save some money in the process. The fact that they didn't have to give up picks in this trade is beyond me. I think the Panthers could have obviously got a day three pick on top of Russell Okung because if they are in a quote-unquote rebuild mode, you think that you want to collect some picks, not take on more money for another year. That doesn't make any sense. And now they're, I think, first or second in the league in dead cap with this trade. So they're taking on a lot of dead money just to kind of wash out this next season. That doesn't make a lot of sense. None of this does. And um, what I think also wasn't being talked about is for the Chargers, if you're looking, they obviously need to upgrade offensive line before this trade. So regardless, they were either going to have to draft an offensive lineman, whether it's going to be a tackle or a guard, or get it in free agency. And if you look in the free agency, the Chargers would have to pay a guy like Jack Conklin, which is a guy that everybody's talking about, or Brandon Scherf or something. And if you look at Brandon Scherf in particular, who's the Redskins guard, he's 28, older than Trey Turner, and he's going to be somewhere. His his market value is $12.4 million. So that's four $4 million, What is it? Yeah, four, less than $4 million. <laughs> Let's do math here. Where's my cat? Less than $4 million to upgrade your offensive line in Trey Turner. Jack Conklin is going to ask for $15 million. I mean, he's only 25 So you're almost doubling that if you're picking up Jack Conklin in free agency. So what I'm saying is, is they're getting better in the offensive line. They get younger. They don't have to give up picks, and they're paying half, 4 to $8 million less than you would on free agency. So rather than having to work all that deal out and fight with other teams, they got it, and they've got them for two years. And I know a lot of people are looking at that eleven and a half million in twenty twenty one, but I mean, if it works out, maybe renegotiate a deal and um, try to lock him down longer. Eleven point five million dollars is a lot for a guard, 
in his last year of his deal. But if he plays up to it, pay the player. I'm always up for paying the player if he's worth the money. And if Trey Turner's worth $11.5 million in 2021, why not keep him right guard? And then you look at, you know, how the Chargers played last year and, and the interior player was awful. So you get much better. They were clearly better than they were a year ago with Trey Turner. So obviously an upgrade for the Chargers. They win in terms of money, uh, talent, age, outlook in the future. I mean, it, it's a win across the board. And I know a lot of Panther fans enjoy having a guy like Russell Okung, and they should, but it's essentially a one-year rental. He's 32. Do you really want to sign a you know a 33-year-old tackle next year and keep him for three more years? I mean, that that doesn't make a lot of sense. You've got the concussions. You've got the the heart issues. I, you know, we'll see. But anybody that's saying that the Chargers did not fleece the Panthers has some kind of like Ted Nugent cat scratch fever header in their Twitter profile. It is by far the biggest win for the Chargers. And I don't I don't know the, the real upside for the Panthers here other than they can completely tank the season next year. I don't know. If you're looking for, you know, if you're in on Trevor Lawrence next year, win for the Panthers. There's your upside for any Panther fans listening. So going past this, looking at the future, left tackle, you've got Trey Pipkins, Trent Scott right now. We'll see in the draft because I think after this move, you're probably looking at a tackle at six. Looking at your center left guard, if you've got Trey Turner at right guard, left guard, you can have a competition with Dan Feeney, Forrest Lamp, Scott Questenberry. And then at center, depending on if Mike Pouncey is good enough to play, you've got Mike Pouncey at center. Chargers have talked about how much they've liked Dan Feeney as a center. And then, of course, you've got Scott Questenberry, who could be your third center there. And then you've got Trey Turner and any of those three guys, Lamp, Feeney, Questenberry being a backup to right tackle Trey Turner. Right tackle, still an issue. Scott Tevy, Trent Scott, maybe even add in Trey Pipkins. You can basically let Schofield walk in free agency. You don't need to re-sign him. You've gotten much better at your right guard spot. And if you're looking towards the draft, I don't know, man. You would like to take advantage of this high pick being number six and draft a quarterback. Because if you wait any longer, the odds are of a quarterback panning out are very low. And I don't want to hear about Tom Brady or Dak Prescott or any of the guys that are drafted later that worked out because that's not the norm. That's not how it works. So we'll see how it goes. But that is how it all shook out. Huge win from the Chargers. I I tweeted out right before when they were talking about the Chargers trading Okung to the Panthers. I said, you know, bring back Trey Turner, which... I was following up a tweet with, why would they ever do that? He's 26. You know, Okung's got $13 million left on his deal. He's a one-year rental. Trey Turner is a great interior offensive lineman, their best interior offensive lineman. Why would they? And then as I'm still typing this out, Ian Rappaport tweets that they've got a deal in place for the new league year. And I could not believe it. I still can't believe it. Why they would do this is beyond me, but... Chargers win this deal, obviously. That is from a perspective of a guy that went back and watched games the last three years of Trey Turner. Uh, watched every snap Russell Kung had as a Charger. I don't know how you lose here. Uh, great job by Tom Telesco for once making a big swing, which he does not do. He took a big swing, and it all made sense. 
getting younger, getting better in the interior, uh, saving money in the process, locking him up for at least two more years this year, next year. I mean, it, it all works out. So a uh, great job by Tom Telesco. He deserves the praise. Uh, bash him often. We'll still continue to bash him once free agency starts because I think some bullshit is online. But we'll see. We'll see how it all works out. And I'm glad I was able to do this podcast. Thank you for listening, guys. That's all I got for now. Appreciate you all. And let's just hope the Chargers score more great free agents. See ya.